It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Well, welcome to it. We've got a lot to talk about, and we've got an interesting doctor to talk about it, too. And we introduce Dr. Leslie Partum, family practice physician all the way from the Ukraine. I'm telling you, doctor, good to have you here. Good to be here. Good to be here and a lot of great information to pass out in talking to you ahead of time. They said, boy, tell us about your experience in St. Mary's. It's not very long, just more than just a few weeks that you you were born in St. Mary's. What are your impressions of St. Mary's so far? Uh, I like to work here. I am very happy to be here. I am honored to work for St. Mary because I joined a great practice. Everybody is supportive. And it's a pleasure to be there. Yeah, and it, one of the things is they're having a dinner where they're introducing you tonight. So it's 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 re- it's really very new, and very exciting at the same time, isn't it? To start a new a new adventure in in medicine and practice, don't you think so, doctor? Yes. Doctor Partum is here, and we have a lot to talk about. As a family practice physician, what patients do you usually see? It's probably mostly women. Would you say so, doctor? That uh, mostly you'd see women mostly, right? As, uh, in, in no, fam- I'm seeing uh, patients for sick visits, mm. annual exams, mm. preoperative clearances, follow-up for chronic conditions, and the majority of the patients are female patients, but I'm also seeing male patients. Yeah. And uh, the age that we are start to see the patients is five years old. Five years old. Oh, and boy. As a family practice physician, it's the, it's the hospital-owned practice correct is it uh is it different than running it on your own uh and you've had you've had a practice where you you were just a sole proprietor right Uh, how is it how is it different doctor between the the your family practice for now that you're working for St. Mary's? Uh, you take care of the patients, actually. You have to follow all guidelines. You have to use your knowledge in medicine. But I am very happy right now to, uh, to work for non-profit organization mm-hmm. and so to take care of the patients. Is that based on your experience, doctor, around the world? You are from the Ukraine. You've worked overseas. you studied overseas. You've been in other parts of the world. So you sort of bring that knowledge in here. Do you find it... Uh, kind of a, a, a exciting what you're doing now with St. Mary's? Yes, yeah. I'm very excited and happy to be here. How did they find you? I mean, you're uh, kind of the world traveler and you, uh, uh, you know, they really recruit all over the place, literally around the world. How did they, how did they contact you, doctor? I guess through the website indeed. Uh-huh. There is... So Nobody can escape, huh? Yes. So, so, so I was looking for a job in this area uh-huh. because I w- wanted to work for non-profit organization. And they, and found they were you. looking for the doctor with a good experience. Well, let's get down to some of the cases we'll be talking about here. January is Cervical Cancer Awareness Month, and that is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty serious stuff, focusing on women's health care today. Would you say, uh, doctor, that uh, is cervical cancer fairly common now? It's correct. 
Yeah. And cervical cancer used to be the leading cause of cancer death for women in the United States. However, in the past 40 years, the number of cases of cervical cancer and the number of deaths from cervical cancer have decreased significantly. Yeah. This decline is largely the result of many women getting regular pap tests, which can find cervical precancer before it turns into cancer. Mm. And like, I would like to use some statistics. Go for it. Like Let's do in it. 2015, the latest year for which incidence data are available. 12,845 new can uh, cases of cervical mm -hmm. cancer were reported. 4,175 women died of cervical cancer in the United States. So yeah. for every 100,000 women, 8 new cervical cancer cases were reported and 2 died of cancer. Well, yeah. All right. So the, the, there's progress to be made, but more work to be done, to be sure. Uh, you talked about Dr. We're talking to Dr. Leslie Pardum, and um, the prevention. How do you, how do you actually? Uh, what is there a prevention? Is there screening? Is there certain tests? Is there blood work? How, Doctor? How do, how does the prevention process? Uh, be a part of what you're talking about there. How does it prevent? So there are almost all cervical cancers are caused by human papilloma virus. It's called HPV, oh a common virus that can pass from one person to another during sex. And mm. there are many types of HPV. Some HPV types can cause changes on a woman's cervical, yeah. uh, cervical that can lead to cervical cancer. Like, for example, HPV types that can lead to cervical cancer are type 6, 11, 16, and 18. It's account for 70% of cervical cancer. Wow, we got numbers on them now, yes. huh? <laughs> so so wow. it's very important for every woman to be screened for cervical cancer. And usually we use the test, it's called the pap smear, pap smear yeah. and also HPV testing. W um, with the, with the, the pap smear, doctor, exactly what would you be looking for? Uh, with the prevent with the, with the test, exactly what would you be looking so, for? For the pap smear, for example, we can have three results. It could be the normal results. Mm -hmm. We can find a typical cells, and if uh, we find a, a typical uh, cells, we need to do further testing and test for HPV specifically. And mm -hmm. also, the third result is uh, we can find cancer. Yeah. So, so this uh, th this situation, the patient should be referred to a specialist. Right. And, and a lot of times uh, with cervical cancer, there's a lot of research and development too, right, doctor? A lot of dollars going into researching all the, that information right. as well. And that's probably... Yes. Uh, Probably maybe some have you done some of that in your career in research and development too with, with cervical cancer? Yes, yeah. and also there is what I would like to point there is certain risk. For risk. cervical cancers involved, number one is smoking, also having okay. HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, and another condition that makes it hard for your body to fight off mm. health problems. Yeah. Using birth control pills for a long time, five or more years, wow. having given birth to three or more children, and having uh, several sexual partners. Yeah. Uh, wow! Yeah, there's there's so many so many things you were talking about right there, and uh, yeah, the 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 cancer prevented the the pap smears and all the other stuff going on that you have to do, and you talk about how it's being spread, and you mentioned the smoking part of it. Uh, is it does that compromise the immune system? Is is that uh, one of the reasons Correct. why yes. uh, you're having? Yes. Okay. 
And we did kind of talk ahead of time that some of the preventative stuff would be, is there like vitamins or a certain kind of dietary things that uh, can be done to, uh, to, to help, the, help yourself? Uh, everything that can increase your, uh, the ability of immune system mm-hmm. to fight the infection. Yeah, anything that could help the immune uh, system certainly would. The immune system. Yeah, that can uh, certainly put the, put the, uh, um, I'd say the statistics in your favor. Um, yeah, you mentioned how, uh, is there a vaccine that out there that that works for uh, yeah there was a vaccine developed the name of vaccine is Gardasil Gardasil and, yes and you can start to use this on both like female and male patients starting mm-hmm. at the age of basically the best age is 11 12 years old but you can that use soon? also starting wow. at 6 years old 6 years old yes wow that would that would certainly be preventative no question about that you mentioned that uh, some of your patients are uh, five, six, seven, seven years old. Correct. What? Uh, what would? Why would they be um, going in such at a, such a young age to f- as a pe- as you be seen? Uh, this is a preventive measure, so we need that to soon. use it. Yes. Wow. But uh, I would like to mention here, in order to make a decision for parents, like yeah. when to uh, vaccinate uh, their kids uh, against uh, human papilloma virus, they mm-hmm. have to make an appointment. The best way to go with the primary care physician or pediatrician and make this decision together. Right. It's, it's sort of like uh, the preventative. like getting On the individual basis. Yes. Basically. And the, the parents then would have to be in the loop and... Uh, would know to keep a very uh, accurate record of what's going on out there, sir. Well, we're talking to Dr. Leslie Pardum, family practice physician at St. Mary's on cervical cancer and prevention, and we're coming right back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary orthopedic team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. More people are online every day to check and pay their bills. Now you can have your BCWSA utility bill delivered electronically. Enrollment couldn't be easier. Just go to bcwsa.net or call 800-222-2068. With e-billing, you have control to see your bills when you want, set reminders for each new bill, and best of all, the service is free. Sign up for e-billing at bcwsa.net. Your partner for a safer environment, BCWSA. Proven. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Ah, we're in the international scene today, to be sure. And boy, are we happy to have Dr. Leslie Partum, family practice physician. She's fairly new to the process, just less than 30 days at St. Mary's. But boy, she brings a wealth of knowledge to the practice and doctor you wanted to talk about some of your experiences you've been around the world you've been in other parts of the country and you and you're now settling here and you seem to seem to like it up here in the northeast except yes. the weather is sort of like the ukraine here right now isn't it sort of <laughs> but you like florida a hell heck of a lot don't you yes yes warm weather that's right i'd, I'd be for it as well your experience from all over the world and now you're at saint mary's 
did did they what really got you uh, to uh, come here did they say something or did they uh say uh about the your work that you've done and your experience drew you to what they're trying to do is there a certain game plan or a mission that you're going to be on here with saint mary's in the preventative uh, and all your knowledge putting all that together doctor is that what they're looking for a big picture kind of thing Yes, so I would like to introduce myself more. So yeah. I am a board-certified family physician currently working at the Northampton office location okay. of the St. Mary Physicians Group, accepting new patients from the age of five and up. I have more than 30 years of medical experience, graduated from New Medical University, received advanced training in obstetrics and gynecology, and key medical institute for advanced training of physicians, and in the United States, I had completed an internship at the Frankfurt Hospital's Family Medicine Residency at Bryn Mawr Hospital on the main line, worked at Jefferson University and Hospital and the University of Pennsylvania. I am fluent in Ukrainian, Russian, and conversational in Polish. So, I, And I always wanted to work for non-profit organization mm-hmm. to use all my knowledge uh, that I... Um, Collect 30 some years, the, like more than 30 years of my experience working in two completely different medical symptoms. Well, systems. I'm telling you, I'm convinced that your record is pretty good, so that's <laughs> I would say so. I could see why they would like someone of your talent and knowledge and experience working within. Uh, uh, there's so much potential uh, that uh, you could have, too. And it's interesting, too. You say you have patients from five years and up. I mean, that. And you could also have the patients my age in, in their 60s. That, that is kind of tricky because the, the doctor-patient relationship in, in these times, you, sometimes a doctor's visit, you only, you only have maybe a couple of minutes to here and there to do that. And that's what people complain about. They don't have enough time with their doctors. And would you always tra- take as much time as you thought was necessary with your patients? Yes, I am I'm investing a lot of time in my patients because I would like to talk with the patients about preventive care. Yeah. And I also would like to spend a lot of time uh, describing healthy lifestyle changes that has, mm-hmm. uh, they need to make to feel better. Yeah. And it's, uh, you use not only the medication, but the patient needs to help you with a right. healthy lifestyle, eating, walking, exercising, yeah. compliant, to be compliant with medication and the other things. Absolutely. And, and a lot of the ongoing education process, doctor, sometimes you see stuff on the Internet and you see this, this is the latest thing they're doing for that. And some of the times it's not exactly true. So when you go, you're also in the education business, you want to tell them the truth and what's really going on. Because sometimes you see stuff on the internet, you see stuff, and you go, "Oh my God, that, that's not that's not right at all." But uh, you're in that education process, and you get it, you get them. It could get someone at a very young age. Not only are you uh, helping kids, but you're also educating the parents Correct. on care as well. So you're you're kind of like that team approach is what you're looking yes. for all-inclusive, and that's kind of what you've been looking for, right, Doc? Yes, and of course as the family physician, we are seeing families, children, mm. grandparents, grandchildren. Generations of patients, yeah. Yes. That's so interesting. it helps you to establish connection between the doctor and the, the family physician and the patient. It yeah. makes your work much easier. No, that's for sure. I'm, uh, <laughs> you're going to need more than 15 minutes if you're going to deal with kids, parents, and grandparents. That's, uh, that's kind of a 
How do you how do you budget your time, doctor, doing that uh, doing that kind of work? It's a challenge. It comes with the experience, and when you see the patient, you take care of the patient on uh, individual basis. You know mm-hmm. what is your priority during this visit, and you have to go with. Uh, Mm-hmm. Is what you need to do, right? And it's also trying to keep uh, people as well calm as well, confident because it's it's pretty scary too. Go to the doctors and yeah, I, I've got an issue here, and you just try to be calm about the whole thing and try to breed a little confidence as well in that doctor-patient relationship. It's a it's a it's a lot of trust going on out there and a lot of information and very important information that you're going back and forth yes, with. It's very scary, it's un- uncertainty. Yes. So you, you have to explain to the patient what they are dealing with and mm-hmm. you, the, you need to educate every single patient about their disease and right. prevention and taking care of. And I, I don't know how you feel, uh, Dr. Partum, about uh, the way the team effort seems to be there. I mean, having gone through a couple of operations myself, you realize there's the doctors, there's the nurses, there's the navigators, there's the practitioners, the x-ray technicians, all the information and all the surveys blending together in a very short period of time, you really uh, you really have to have everything going in the right direction in the yes. communication process in order to make it happen, right? Yes, it's very important to work as a team mm-hmm. uh, in medicine, and I think the teamwork starts the moment the patient called the office to, uh, to make an appointment. Yeah. So all the staff working together, everybody going in the same it helps everyone in the same direction. Did you find that in your previous experience, or maybe not so much? Uh, uh, did you find a few yeah, holes I, in the, uh, holes in the system? I was very lucky. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was working in the place that we always work as the team. Yeah, yeah, and you, you, and maybe some of the other places you, you thought it was maybe a little lacking, possibly, and maybe that uh, added to maybe that's what you wanted to aspire to do. There's a work in this team kind of atmosphere, and you seem very comfortable doing it, right? Yes, I am very lucky to be at St. Mary's, yeah. and specifically at Northampton Family Practice. You got they it. They are very welcoming and supportive. All right. Well, before we go to break, I want, we all talk about cervical cancer and in women, but, you know, you also see men. Uh, uh, what what would, what the, is the experience like for that? I mean, for uh, for for cancer as well. Uh, how do you, how does that work out? You see a lot of men in your practice too, right? Uh, yes, I am seeing the men, but uh, mostly the men with these issues are yeah. going to urologists. Yes, but still we are testing for HPV. There are this tests. It can be transmitted, that. right? Is yes. that what you're talking yes. about? Yes, uh, this is because a, uh, HPV is tra- transmitted via sex. Mm-hmm. So you need to talk also about prevention. Prevention, safe sex. right? It's very important. Absolutely. Well, we are in conversation with Dr. Leslie Pardum, new to the team as the family practice physician at St. Mary's out of Northampton, and we're coming right back here on BCB. Dear neighbors, our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. 
life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride. Some years we triumph. Some years we trust. What never changes year after year is how we get to the game shoulder to shoulder with our fellow fans on SEPTA. On the way to the tailgate, the tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, the Broad Street Line takes us from our homes to our home fields and back again. Yeah, the life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride, but win or lose, we ride together. Get your ride started at iSeptaPhilly.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. And we are on the Healthline talking cervical cancer and also the, the treatment of same, as well as the doctor-patient relationship. And as a family practice physician, Dr. Pardew said, I love, I love the, the one-on-one. That's what you're looking for as a doctor-patient relationship that sometimes may be a little lost in today's medical world, but thank goodness, uh, maybe it's coming back. Right, doctor? You get that personal relationship. They get a confidence and a, a rapport that, that goes. A relationship is very important as far as of communication yes. goes. And, yeah, and also, yeah, and, and if you can impart that knowledge and they're using preventative, maybe they'll see you less, right, <laughs> for, for checkups and things like that, right? Correct. I mean, uh, um you talked that we we're talking about in the prevention mode and we're yes getting ahead of that and screening and tests and blood work and everything else what does what would it show you if things are going well doctor versus something that's not going so there's some issue to be involved with what would you be looking for what do you mean when we are cervical when you're talking about cer- yeah, cervical yeah, yeah, cancer yeah. so uh, as I already told before you can have three results when you uh, mm. the patient has a pap smear mm-hmm. this could be normal results so it is next uh, pap smear or uh, annual gynecological mm-hmm. will be visit it depends on the age of the patient most likely once a year sometimes uh, there is a certain uncertainty so there are suspicious uh, cells inconclusive so you need to, mm-hmm. to go with the further evaluation. Uh, the second step will be HPV testing. Yeah. And it's also there is a colonoscopy involved. But for this, you have to send to a specialist, a patient. Right. Yeah. And, boy, once it gets to the point where it's really rough, uh, say the you know, it gets in the in late in the game there, what can be done? Like, uh, uh, say, I, I know you're on the preventative side, but, boy, if it gets really bad, what ha- you have to enter a surgery and things like that, too, right? Well, you're, there, you're is been a, there is radiation treatment yeah. surgeries also, but it's up to the specialist to make decision together based on the knowledge on the test results and the patient wishes. Doctor, is the cure rate pretty high? Uh, is it higher than it's been? I mean, you talked about the number of cases are yes. lower. How about... When the radiation and now the treatment is the is the cure is there a better cure rate as well? Yes, is it's much better than many years ago. Many, how how, how much you say percentage wise? I, I I don't have exact the numbers right. Maybe now. half, so maybe more. Most likely than in the half. About half, yeah. Yes. Well, that's 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 pretty good progress. And it's encouraging, and because of early diagnostics, it's also very important. Yeah. Because we have more tests and uh, patients more educated right now, so they are acting like more proactive. They're yes. coming. Are there more than one? Is there are there multiple tests? Are there more than one 
way to do that? Is there a several te- other tests besides what you're talking about, the screening? Are there, are there more? Uh, for t- the woman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For the, for the healthy woman. So there are uh, other tests like mammograms, bone density scans, colonoscopies. Like, for example, uh, to in order to screen for breast cancer, for healthy woman, we have to start screening at 40 years old mm-hmm. at this age and to do it on an annual ba- basis. Also, there is a colonoscopy. A colonoscopy applies to female and male patients. Yeah, know about that. Take the take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to start this at the Polyps. age of 50. Yeah. Also, very important to have a DEXA scan or bone density scan. Usually, it starts at the age of 65. Right. Yeah, uh, because uh, there's also chances what osteoporosis and in, in there. Uh, yes. Uh, in, uh, that's pretty. That's uh, pretty prevalent too as you age. Right. Uh, yes, yeah. and uh, specifically, there are certain patients that they increase risk for osteoporosis, means decreased density of the bones. Like, for example, if somebody on long, uh, long use of steroids, mm-hmm. they have oh. increased risk. Yeah, alcohol too, because that alcohol yes. smoking. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a that's a non-starter as well. Um, you want to you want to get all the screenings and appointments. Should should they see you? More than once a year, doctor? Should they see you more often or less? Or how, how would that work? Uh, appointment schedule on an individual basis, and also you have to follow guidelines. Yeah. Usually, if you have a healthy patient, it's usually visit once a year. Yeah. But if somebody is sick, they need to have a follow-up appointment, like with yes, more than a they few. They come yeah. in, Some of them are coming once in the three months. It depends on the results of the condition test baseline, degree of health, degree of uh, uh, compliance. Yes. Yeah. Some patient need to come to the office more often to be compliant with medications. Yeah. Um, one time, to, oh gosh, I'll mention this, to, to schedule an appointment with Dr. Pardum, all right, well, might as well get that one going. One of St. Mary's other family pa- uh, practitioners, you can contact the St. Mary Physician Referral Line, 215-710-5888. That's 215-710-5888. Or use the Find a Doctor feature online, www.stmaryhealthcare.com. Dot org. So there's there's no excuses to be made, right? They they, they know where to find you, right, doctors? Yes. <laughs> and you're always at their service. Now, um, you're you're the family. Uh, is there a difference between a family practice physician or a general practitioner, or you can probably go between both, right? You've done yes. them all, right? Yes. So, and so and, and did you always have? Uh, uh, I know you said you always wanted to be a doctor. Is this yes. where you wanted to practice in the in the in yes. this in the cervical cancer field? Did you have uh, members of your family afflicted as well, or did you? No. Uh, but you. But this is what you wanted to study and work in, in the field. I, I'm working as a family physician, so I'm seeing uh, patients with different uh, diagnosis, mm-hmm. but this is uh, cervical cancer. Yeah. Prevention is one of my favorite topics. This is it. I, I'm seeing a lot of patients, like female patients, so it's very important uh, to prevent it, and it's easy to prevent and treat the disease. Absolutely. And I think uh, at the same time you work, doctor, is there's, there's always a lot of... Uh, dollars for research and development that has to be um that uh, the, the the what's coming up on the next frontier of prevention maybe there's a new drug maybe there's a preventive maybe there's a diet a diet uh, kind of function that would help as well 
a healthy a healthy diet um, that is going to be important. With of course, we mentioned the exercise, but a diet is there. Is there a certain kind of uh, uh, diet you follow? Because sometimes uh, with cancer patients, they're, they're restricted on certain things, or medications might uh, prevent them from doing other things. So, is there also a, a dietary portion of some of your talks as well? So you need to eat healthy first yeah. of all. It's low fat, low cholesterol diet. Basically, it's a Mediterranean diet. Oh it yes, has a lot of involved less red meat, more fish in the diet, and. Uh, fruits, vegetables. Doesn't sound like a lot of fun, though, though, does yes. it? Probably when you say less meat and less of the sweets and all the other stuff. Yeah, we we've been doing that a little bit. And you said the Mediterranean diet. What what would that consist of, Doctor? Before we uh, go, as we wind down here. Uh. Fruits and veggies. Uh, this is what I told you. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, more fruits, vegetables, less red meat, more fish, right, less and, fatty food. Right, and also probably great for the digestive issues as well. Right. So yeah. So that's that all goes in hand to hand, as uh, as we uh, wrap up here with Dr. Leslie Partum from the Ukraine, family practice physician, new to the game at St. Mary's. We've had others have been here. A lot of years, double-digit years, and you're just getting started as uh, as a uh, as part of the team at St. Mary's. And there, you have a, a welcome dinner tonight to talk about uh, your experience. And where do you go from here now? Do you sort of uh, get entrenched in in your office and your patients and? I'm I'm going to see my patients. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, this interview. Yeah, real. Oh, you got pa- patients yes. to see right after the interviews. Yeah, yes. so there's no there's no rest for the weary. But uh, you seem very encouraged and very excited to be a part of this uh, a part of this adventure here. You've been all over the place, and uh, yes, it, interesting too is your your, uh, your daughter is a is a diplomat and works in, out of Washington and travels all over the place as well. So Correct. her international experience and with you. Sort of has led her in another direction. Yes, Yes, uh, that's exciting. That's pretty exciting. Very interesting stuff. Interesting work and very proud as well. So, hey, uh, welcome to the area. Welcome to St. Mary's. And I hope you come back and talk about some of the experiences from from now going forward at St. Mary's and some of the things that are going on and a lot of the great knowledge that you provide about cervical cancer and that you're on that and the preventative and you can start... (laughs) You, I really didn't know you could start from the age of five at, uh, for, with their kids and everything else. So kind of get used to seeing the doctor, not only when you're sick, but when you're well, right? So, so to make, yes. make sure you're on that role. Dr. Leslie Pardum, family practice physician, as part of our team here on our St. Mary Health Line, which you hear every Wednesday at 9 o'clock here on WBCB. So thanks for listening, and thank you, Doctor, for the time. And good luck. You're very welcome. It was nice to be here. And good luck.